Okay, if I'm a star, my community's a galaxy It'd be a tragedy to actually think Wait, matter of fact, sanity Only trusting in some vanity The world like it so casually I just wanna be who you say I am But they be in my ears saying Oh, world can't have it Say I'm acting different I'm just looking like my daddy Welcome, welcome to a Monday night here live on Rapfest Radio, rapfestradio.com. Yep, yep. It is September 12th, uh, Monday night. We didn't have a show last week. It was a holiday. Hope you guys enjoyed your holiday. We're here tonight. It's my with, birthday, actually. Oh, was your, that, that was, everybody That's was celebrating was Eli's no birthday. My birthday. Uh, this is Eli Gonzalez from the ministry called Unique. Uh, oh. We started off today with a song called In His, In His Image. Image. By Pro featuring Andy Minio, also known as Sea Light. That was a song that you selected, actually. Yeah. We're gonna go. We're going right <laughs> into the interview. He's mad nervous, and we're gonna mess him up today. Never that. Never so that. give me all the questions in the chat room. By the way, if you're in the chat room, hit us up. If you have any questions or comments for tonight's show, just uh, send them in. Let us know what you're thinking, any thoughts and stuff. We'd like to bring it on the air and perhaps ask Eli any questions you might have. Uh, in his best. In his image by Pro and Sea Light. What's up well, with that song? Um, one of the first uh, phrases or, or kind of like slogans we came up with um, was uh, someone that was talking about unique and just being um, who they were as a person in general. And one, of his, one thing that they said was, um, that's because that's the image I was made in. And um, one of the things that unique has become a part of just kind of like the idea behind it is um, we're made in God's image. And so... As, as being set apart from, and I'm going a little bit into other parts of, of Unique, but being set apart is, is, is kind of what we're, we're here to do. we got to set apart from the world. And so being made in, it, in God's image is, is someone that, something that we should kind of like always remember as Christians so that we're, we're living a life that's representing Him. Amen. And that's what I love about Rap Fest Radio. We always start at part B. We're already talking about Unique. We uh, haven't even explained what's going on tonight. <laughs> Eli is a uh, head of a ministry. It's a new ministry that's starting up. It's called Unique, which we've heard you've heard us say it a few times. It says it on his shirt, U N Y C, uh, and that, it's not just N Y C, but U N Y C for Unique. And as Eli was explaining, you know, we're unique. We're made in God's image, but each one of us have our own identity in Christ. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit about Unique. What what's the vision? Because Come on, if you're on Facebook, if you're watching this now, chances are you either seen it on my Facebook or on Eli's Facebook about unique, unique, yeah, I yeah. am unique, I am unique. So tell us a little bit about this whole I am unique. I want to call it an I am unique campaign, actually, because that's 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 what it comes that's out to be. That's actually a good word, because that's one word that hasn't come up to me. And I've been kind of looking at how to um, define, I mean, ultimately, this is a ministry. That's how I look at it. And however the Lord is going to use me and whoever works alongside me with this ultimately is to bring glory to him. So right. 
basically, um, unique. You want me to go back to kind of where how yeah, it started? Yeah, the whole the whole vision, and we're we're gonna go into the vision and the mission of unique. Even by the choice of the name, why the name unique out of so many different, you know? So where you want me to start? It's like five where, questions is one. Yeah, that's how I, that's how we operate. <laughs> all right, I've given so, you all the information. You do what you gotta right. do. I'm so, gonna drink my coffee. It's no longer. He's no longer here. All right? <laughs> but, Zoom in um, on him. <laughs> but basically, unique. Um, the it's U N Y C. There's no acronym. It's just pronounced unique as the word U N I Q U E, um, which is to be set apart. It's different. It's it's not the usual. And basically, um, what that came from was just I've always been involved in youth ministry. Always been involved in ministry and. Um, one of the things was that I always stood out in some way. I stood out like a sore thumb, like they say, but in a, in, in a, in a good light also. So basically, the idea was, how do I express to others around me why I am the way I am? Why I am different than them? Why don't I do certain things the way they do? Why don't I... Um, participate in certain things the way they do, they do and it was also it was all because of the fact that you know as a christian you got to be set apart right and so with that um the term unique came up because i was talking to an individual about some ideas that i had in my mind this was in december of 2009 and um just had some ideas and it was like you know i really want to get something going but i want it to be different i want it to be unique I don't want it to be like just like any anybody else, um, and and that was when I was you know the beginning stages. So naturally, I just kind of thought of okay, unique. It's in New York City. I'm from New York City. I'm, I want to do certain types of events. So the three letters I just thought, put U N Y C, and I was kind of like bashing my head over trying to make an acronym out of it, but it just stayed as unique. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of hard. And it stayed... It even, stayed even for a freestyle rapper, like, unique. Uh, I had so many... <laughs> yeah, I had so many people try to help me figure out, like, how to make an acronym for it, but I said, you know what? I'm just going to leave it like that. It's unique in itself. It just came right. out, and I left it like that. Um, what's the, the goal? Basically, the goal, what you see on the Facebook page, what you see on Twitter, what you see on my po personal profile, has just become to encourage and inspire young people Wherever you find yourself, if you're young and you're already age-wise, uh, yeah, or you're say. older and you're still feeling young at heart, um, naturally as a Christian, you always have to act, you know, come to God as as a child, right? So, wherever you find yourself, to encourage and inspire people to discover their 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 gifts and their talents that God has given them, and learn how to use those things, because everyone has been given something. So is this something that you've already discovered for yourself? Like you've already discovered the talents God has given you and you're ready to use them? Is Was it something like a secret? Or, I mean, was you know, did, I'm just trying to, to make it clear for them too. Was it something that all of a sudden God said, all right, now go tell others how you found this out? No, it, it was definitely a, a journey. Um, basically, uh, I mean, I was involved in, in ministry since I was 11 years old. Uh, working with sound sound team, uh, working with the children's ministry, working with Royal Rangers, working with the youth, uh, working with Sunday school. So I was always involved and uh, in certain aspects um, to the point where I got involved more with the youth ministry and I started to hone in on certain things that I felt I was strong at. And that came to doing events. Um, so working at 
the church in, in event planning and, and networking with other churches and ministries and managing to put up events together or a conference together or even a meeting, that kind of became my strength. Um, to the, the strategizing, the planning, the, right. the coordinating, that was my strength. And over time, I just you know there were certain things I, I would I would do like I learned how I learned a little bit of music. I did other things here and there that kind of just I learned about myself as far as my gifts. But this idea of coordinating and planning became a strength of mine. And so from that, that's how I realized you know this is something that seeing everybody else around me. And maybe seeing people that are stronger at certain gifts or, or, or I don't know, whether instruments or, or creativity in certain areas that are just stronger. I've said, you know what? All these people are around me and I know how to kind of connect these people together. Right. Why don't, you know, I use that, you know, to do something for God. And, and um, it basically came to a point where I was just like, all right, you know what? Let's just, I'm just going to put something out there. And, and since I'm always in the mix I'm right. always in the background. Right, a lot of people are probably I'm always watching. doing something. I was, I was thinking that now. A lot of people watching now say, "I know that guy. I just don't know from where." <laughs> I'm always, I'm always somewhere, and um, you know, I get a lot of uh, other ministers or leaders that they're like, you know, I, I, we know each other by face, or because right. I'm around rap fest, or because I'm around a church, a specific church, more than others, or hanging out in different events, and so. Um, you know, I just said, you know what, there's a lot of people that I know around me that sometimes that don't know about these events, some right. people that don't know about these ministries, some people that don't know about the resources, some people that don't know about churches that are around and doing certain things to, to help build the body. So I said, you know, why don't I, because I'm already connected, why don't I do something that brings kind of people together? Not right. necessarily, necessarily to make a bigger, any type of church necessarily, but just connecting people. Right. Which is so important because in the body of Christ, you know, yes, we're all Christians. We all go to church on Sunday. We worship together. But when events or things happen, I would want to say 50% of the time, a lot of people don't even know these events are going on. You know, they just, the events pop up and you're like, oh, where are you going? You're all going to this concert in Brooklyn. Oh, I didn't know that was happening. I'm going to Queens. I didn't know that was happening. You know, so would you say, um, is that going to be like the main focus of your ministry would be focusing on events? So, so basically, I mean, what we're going to do is basically uh, something you'll see on Facebook. Is basically We're connecting people and their unique gifts to unique places and events. That's kind of one of the other you know, phrases that we use. And basically, what that means is because of the fact that I've been able to network and, and develop relationships with different people, I know that there's different times that people want to put something together specifically for a specific message or purpose of an event that they have and and I've been fortunate to develop some contacts with those people that would be effective for that event. And so the goal would be to do those things in partnering with other people and assisting them in that area. But at the same time, because the ultimate goal of Unique is to uh, bring out the gifts and talents in every individual within the body of Christ and without with that within the body and out of the body of Christ because the goal is not just for the Christians already that's not the that's not my whole thing here my goal is to bring people that maybe don't want to go to church or on the outside right, right there right. because I know a lot of people that they don't like to go to church because they see certain things a certain way and that could be the church's fault at that time where they're just not allowing maybe more creativity in that in certain areas or right, they're, right. they're kind of holding things on the side so they feel like well, I could do this, but they won't let me do it there. 
So I'm also, my goal is to create events or conferences or campaigns that would bring and, and highlight different areas of talent so that it can inspire and encourage someone that's non-Christian and realize, wow, these guys are really effective. I do the same thing. You know, I want to do that too. Right. And I can do it and feel free and feel that joy that God gives me. Right. Like, really? Right. Okay. And you, and, right. It's the making the, making that divine connection, basically. Basically. Uh, questions we're already. Yeah, we're getting questions from the chat room already. I have two. Oh, uh, I'm scared. The first question is, when was Unique established? How long has it been? And what are your next ideas and goals? So Unique was established as an idea. It was established in about December 2009. January 9th, 2010, I actually started writing stuff about it, officially writing ideas down. Um, December, like the first week of December of last year, um, created the website. Um, I just kind of like got bombarded. Uh, I won't say persons that pushed me to a website and I didn't even know what I was doing. But it, it kind of inspired me, encouraged me even further. What I've done now is I think at around the same time of December 2010, I created the Facebook page. Right. I was kind of, I didn't really know what I was doing. I created it as a profile and I created a right. page because I realized the, the, how do you say, um, I guess what, what the feedback that people would get on their Facebook pages and, and the, 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 I don't know how you would say, um, the amount of people that are, are, are tagged or being approached on these pages or, or actually reading the pages. So I created the Facebook page and um, started just going from there in that direction. Um, naturally, Unique just started kind of being a thing where I, did, had, I started doing it on my profile. Right. Actually, and saying things like "be unique," right? Stand, Stand out, out. Um, and it just "be unique" was the first thing. That's actually the Twitter "b underscore u n y c eighty six," and then um, that was kind of my slogan for a while. People kept questioning me, and it was kind of hard because I didn't know where I was going yet. Right. And so I would always say "be unique," "be unique." People were like, "What the heck is that?" <laughs> so I was like, "Don't worry, you'll get there soon." So, so late two thousand nine. Kind of sparked the initial ideas. Yeah, after certain things that were going on in, in my transition from actually from churches and stuff like that, um, that kind of became. Uh, it was just like I was like desperate to do something. I just felt like I was right. out of place. I was out of ministry for a little bit, and so I was really like, Lord, I need to do something. Right, and, and the other and the other part of that question was uh, like. What ideas. what other ideas do you have? But I almost want to answer that for you and say you're still developing this one. Yeah, I mean th this uh, this idea is being developed. I have some you know some different um, feedback from people who have heard the main goal and you know like the rap fest staff and 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 people from the urban revolution staff that have really seen that my desire to do what I want to do and be able to really support me. And then from there it's developing. Like there's been already an idea of developing a. Uh, online uh, magazine because right. of the way we've done things, you know, um, uh, doing maybe just the newsletters and stuff like that. So there's a lot of ideas coming out right now. So there you have it. Those are some of the ideas. By the way, Eli's been working with Rap Fest since he was a baby by Pretty default. Much. I'm a Rap Fest uh, baby. My nephew. You know, some of you people knew that, some of you maybe didn't, but he's my nephew. So by default, he was uh, drafted into the Rap Fest family. No choice. But, but what has happened is throughout his volunteering in rap fest he's developed his own ideas and visions and 
he hits us up sometimes with some ideas. We're like, wow, that's great. Let's do it. And a lot of the things you see going on in Rap Fest, part of the ideas come from Eli, or he's part of that thought process as we develop it. You know, and that's kind of what Unique is about. It's about coming into some event that you might have already in mind and allowing him to help you strategize to make it better, almost like an event consultant. Right, uh, right. So, sort of right. Speak. So, like, what, um, from the wise words of, uh, my mother, uh, <laughs> who's you know working on her own strategies and her own leadership, I, um, she put it in good words. She said, "Connecting ministries to target audiences by designing strategies that would result in a an effective uh, or, or greatest impact." And so you know that that goal is you know yes there are other ministries that do things like this maybe but. You know, and, and we, we're going to support them just as, as much as I would want right. them to support us. That's the whole idea. I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes and say, you know, oh, well, uh, Rap Fest, move over or whatever. That's not going to happen. That's not how it is. It's all about support. And and ultimately, we want to just help people create effect, more effective events that they won't just die out one shot and then, no, we're not doing any ministry anymore. No, that's not right. the goal. Right. Well, I, you know, and I hope we're painting this picture clear to you. It's it's always hard to introduce a new ministry to yeah, people yeah. because the idea, while it's clear in your heart, it doesn't it's always that, come out the same way. Right. And people have said, like, oh, I, I've seen this before. I heard it before. But what's unique about it is that it's an idea that God gave Eli, you know, and as it develops, and we, we want you to join us on this journey as it develops, and you know, by visiting Facebook.com slash I am unique yep. and just, just watch it, you know. Be, become a friend, like the page, refer it to other people. They're going to ask you questions, say, I don't know, ask Eli. I am unique at gmail.com is the yep. email address. He'll definitely answer any questions you have. But if you're a pastor, youth leader, event coordinator, artist, whatever it is, if you have something that you think you can offer to a ministry like this, just from what you heard so far, by all means, hit him up you know, and let him know that you're out there. Definitely. And he'll probably be able to help you out as well. Uh, we have some other questions coming from the chat room. I knew the chat room was going to be popping today. So what are some of your weaknesses that have been revealed through this ministry? And how have you dealt with them? Who asked that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are some of my weaknesses that have been revealed? And how have I dealt with them? Um, I guess, okay, I can just talk about one thing that I can think of. I guess the Lord was dealing with me on the whole idea of judgment or judging others and and judgment not necessarily in a major level like condemning but just the initial reaction to something that you see from an individual and i think um you know my job actually my day job is to um assess can assess clients basically i, I work with in a workforce type environment so i'm always interviewing people so i'm always you know gauging their their work ethic just on the presentation and right. their their communication. So you're a profiler, basically. <laughs> basically, so I have to do that as a living, and actually, that has really helped me see how one how God sees us, how we should as Christians to see others, and even how non Christians see us, mm. and just kind of putting those all those into perspective to. To realize, like, and just it was repeating in my mind. Don't judge a book by its cover. Right, which is Naturally, so easy to do. You know, and it's so easy to do. And in my job, sometimes I feel like I'm forced to do it, and it's and it's hard because you know you don't want to. You really wish the best for somebody, especially in the times we're in. But you know that I guess so. Not that I'm, I've had to learn how to work on my communication and my presentation on how I present myself to certain people that it doesn't come off judgmental. 
And, you know, so that's been a challenge that I had. And I've had to work right. on that. And I, I'm going to mention one challenge that I know you have and you're still working on. And I think I've, I've tried to help you I'm a lot. Scared, it's like sometimes you want to hit them in the head and say, come on, spit it out. It's right there. Like, I know what you're saying. You know, like, Because he has like a billion ideas. And when they're ready to come out, it's like a traffic jam. And nothing. I always it, throw something out, right? Like, Because, uh, I mean, the brother is filled with a lot of ideas. Trust me. Uh, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And when you start to develop those ideas, one key word will trigger another another ministry, basically, come like out of that. Like you said, campaign. Now that's yeah. another word that's stuck in my so head. Now, so now you start a campaign, you now see? Campaigns. We're working together. Great. But, um, but yeah, you, you're, you're getting better with that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, as a youth coordinator, it definitely gets hard when you got to put aside friendship sometimes to step into the leadership role to correct a brother or a sister. How do you deal with something like this? That's chat room um, questions, by the way. That's great. Um, well, as a youth coordinator, well, I mean, that's been a challenge that kind of um, comes across with where, you know, it says don't let them look down on you because you are young. So the challenge that I even have is is coming from maybe the family that I come from, just seeing how active my whole family has been. And then me saying something, I've had the challenge where people don't know how to accept it. They kind of think maybe it's like, you know, a royal family's kids just coming in and saying something. Ah, <laughs> so we got to listen to you? No. But I've had to learn how to develop relationships with people and try to understand them and not get them to feel like the judgmental part. Like they think that I'm above them. I always try to make sure that I can have some relational area, like on the same level with them, like understanding that we are on the same page we're, we're here to help each other but it's funny when, when so. you mention that because I, as you're talking I'm thinking of people like Jesse from Uplift Group Melissa Fo from the Melissa Fo agency yeah. that manages uh, yeah. does the booking for all the different yeah. artists Jason those are those are ministries that I think at one point or another say Eli maybe you should connect with them somehow and when I reach out to them to try to put in a word they go oh Eli that's your nephew like you're, you're already there yeah because and, and, and they have been good I mean um, you know I've I've been able to have a good... Co I remember Mel... I think it was Melody. Melissa or Melody. Melody. I remember I spoke to Melody, I think it was. And I got to speak to Melissa. And just, you know, there are managers of, like, Cross Movement and, and Jason, all these other artists. Jason's coming out this next week to Bread Factory. Anyways. Right. Good um, plug, good plug. Yeah, quick we'll talk about that um, later. But um, being able to, to talk with managers and agents like them has been able to encourage me to see that, you know, it's possible to do what I want to do. And, right. and to understand that even the networking aspect, the relationship of just not necessarily calling them and say, let me get on real quick and, and work with you and, and not right. become big. But rather, I've been able to actually talk and just say, look, this is my ideas. This is what I'm trying to do. How do you think this could even work? You know, right. So how, you, have, how you we... have support by people that are already yeah. doing things similar or yeah. at least one aspect of what you're trying exactly. to do. Exactly. And, and that's been good. I mean, you know, working, talking with um, someone like Grateful Apparel, you know, um, someone that's starting a ministry, you know, uh, uh, but uh, as far as with clothing and just a company aspect of it, but giving the message and how to develop that brand and how to work on that, you know, and being able to, to build that relationship to just share those ideas and, and really grow. Right. I mean, and, and that's important. Yeah, that you did answer the question. I think you answered the question. Uh, how do you? That was a. How do you put friendships aside? The court. Well, the fr I mean, the friendships part is is challenging. Um, I mean, uh, there was. Well, I've, I've, I've let me. Let me. I'm going to rephrase the question. Using that question, I'm going to ask you another question. 
Do you actually have to put friendships aside to do so. what you do? I don't think so. I think, I mean, naturally, we're the body of Christ. So we should be developing relationships with each other regardless. And we should be so close enough that we can, as it says, to, to even... Um, confess our sins to each other and help pray for each other so that we can grow. So I think the relationship part of working on a youth coordinator level, it's it's just a position that shows whether that I'm being outspoken maybe, but I'm not the only one. Right. And I say that in the life groups. I'm not the only one that can speak at this life group and, and spark this life group and, and open up. Like Other people can do that. Right. I'm just... It seems sometimes like one person happens to be the loudest one and they get the one that gets put into the spot. Because I can tell you this much. I, first, I was just, it was an idea for life groups. Then it became a reality. Then I became the leader of the group. Right. And then I was told to some nurse in the hospital that I'm in charge So of that life group. Absolutely. <laughs> so Absolutely. it just happened. That's the but, way it works. But it's because I opened my mouth. And it's like they say, you got to be careful what you say. <laughs> so that's what happens. Yeah, but but basically, you don't really have to put your friends aside. I no, mean, you don't. well, you hope you don't have to. You shouldn't. You shouldn't you, have to. You know, you hope that they'll they'll be understanding, and possibly you could win them over for the Lord as well as you do your ministry work, and they can see the progress in you and make them say like, you know what, I think I need to change too. Yeah, if I mean, that's what it is. That's know? that's the whole idea. I mean, you know, being real, being you, that's the whole thing about being unique. You're being yourself, and right. and we want you to. Be yourself and and allow people to understand that who you are. Here's another question from the chat room. Besides events, youth campaigns, uh, what is another technique you use to reach out to the youth? And when is the next event? Besides what? Besides events and youth campaigns? Youth campaigns. Um, so, I mean, right now, like I said, I've, 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 I've directed my attention to what people see on Facebook a lot. So there was a point in my life where things had to change. I just knew my Facebook had to change. And I didn't want to be like a lot of other people are with just so depressive Facebook posts and mm. all these angry posts. And, and, and I decided personally for my sake to just change my direction on posting positive things, posting things that would encourage or uplift somebody. And so with that, that's how even the Facebook page came about, where I post a devotional that I read, maybe. I post an article. So I, I share information with people and resources that they can use to kind of even lift them up. So that even if it's not an event, it doesn't have to be even something major. Like, you, if Unique was only a Facebook page and provided resources to people, and I know that it was, like, it was a managing and, and affecting right. people, I would be, be fine with that. Right. Like, that's okay. You know, um, the fact that it's, you know, however many people choose to like the page or whatever, that just shows someone was touched and, and understands something. And at some point, they'll read it. So besides the big showy stuff, the relational aspect of just reaching out and encouraging someone, if I see a post that seems too negative, I've, I did this the other day. Somebody was saying how, how frustrated they were and they didn't know what to do about going to their church. And I had read an article recently that was like, you know, should I stay, should I go? Trying to understand the... The one foot in, one foot out mentality, and even just what do you do? And I shared the article with the person. They were blessed. You know, help them. Right. And that's kind of what that's about. Resources sharing resources. That are people. not only resources that are out there, but these are things that you've already experienced or read. Exactly. So you can just share them with a little 
push an emphasis saying, right. I check this out, it's good stuff right. or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and you, you take it for whatever it is, right. of value for your life. Um, another question from the chat room. If you had to pick a scripture to break down or describe, to break down, describe, or represent unique, which one would it be? I'm sure you probably got a whole list of yeah, scriptures. Yeah, so I got a whole lot of scriptures, but... um. It's kind of funny. I mean, it would be like a little bit of everything. If I can say a little bit of all of them in one, it would sound like... All right, we'll uh, let you pick two. How's that? All right, I'll pick two. <laughs> uh, Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. All right? Um, and another one would say... 1 Corinthians 12, 12. Um, and it says, Just as a body, though one, has many parts... But all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. And the reason I would say that one is because ultimately you have to play your role in the body. So if you're the hand, you got to play the hand. You can't play the other part. Someone else is the foot. They play that part. And so being able to play your role and being unique and special in that role is, is what would I say, divine. Amen. And... What do you enjoy about youth ministry and what frust frustrates you about youth ministry? Enjoy. What do I enjoy about youth ministry? I enjoy seeing young people in some type of an event or gathering that is not life-threatening or, or, or putting them in a position that is going to kind of like I guess it, just seeing them together worshiping God, I think, is a big thing. Seeing them together trying to learn more about God, I think I, I enjoy that, just, just that relationship. The frustrating part is just, you know, it, it's frustrating when... When you don't see them together. When you, when, when, yeah, I mean, but, but not so much. I mean, because naturally as yourself, you have to, you know, you have to be your own person and, and live your life because you're going to be... Uh, uh, representing Jesus wherever you go. So if you're right. not in a group of Christians, then that's one thing. If you're just in a group anywhere, you're always representing. So I think the frustrating part is when people know what they can do and what they're capable of and and happen to not maybe get the push from the right people or, or in the wrong area. So it's, 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 not, it's not frustrating, but it's something that I see as, as something, how, I, how can I do... What can I do to get them out of that situation? So, I, I hear you. Understand? You. Yeah, yeah, this is absolutely. this is what we were, this is what you were saying though. When yeah, yeah. I have something to say and I can't I say you it. Got, you got a lot of things uh, you want to say, but um, my my question to you before I go into I want to play a video that I have. Um, at what point did this become a ministry to you? Out outside of working with Rap Fest and the other ministries, when did? I guess my question is more like. When did God confirm to you, this is what you should be doing, or this is what you should do? When, you know, to give you that push and say, okay, enough of me trying to do this. God's telling me now, this is time to do. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't think for that one I could say a specific day, but I could say that, um, as I was starting to write things down, and just kind of reading in the Word and stuff like that. I started to feel the confirmation through those things, through my la my relationship. I did, I basically came up with a lot of ideas. This is kind of short. I came up with a lot of ideas in the beginning of 2010. Uh, I was attending Harvest Field at the time. And um, 
and and I was basically decided to take this class that they had that was very effective for me personally and I know for others that were around me at that time um, and it was targeted to learning how to experience God mm. and after all these ideas that I had in my mind I said okay Lord I'm gonna take this class and I'm not gonna do any I'm not gonna plan anything for you I have all that in mind already but now I want to really know that it's from you and so as I went through the class through different lessons through just communication through, through topics I started to realize that God was confirming like this is something that people need right, um, right. I, I got confirmation just from telling someone um, that's across the seas in California a friend of mine an artist that you know wasn't Christian all her life and now that she's Christian you know she saw that she wished she told me I wish that they had that when I was young you know I wish they had that before I got into all the mess I got into you know I started to speak to young adults or ministers now that weren't saved and, and that kind of I saw that pattern where people were telling me I wish we had that when I was young and if you right. have that now do it do it go for it I support you 100% Amen well I mean that's, and that's important because I mean there's a ministry there's a call there's a purpose yeah. You know, and so that that's awesome. And one last question before we go to this video. Do you find yourself being a parent figure or more as a comforter to the youth? I want to know who's asking that question. It depends on who's asking that question. It really does. Do I, what is it, how is it? Do you see yourself more as a parent figure or a comforter to the youth? Yeah, it really depends on who asked that question. Um, or it could be both. But, but I mean... It depends on the, in the on the young person. I mean, there's been cases where young people that I've I've known that don't have a father figure or don't have um, support from their parents that are around. Uh, maybe they just come to church with other people or come to church with family. And I've seen myself have uh, turning into a big brother type level. Right. Um, and and I definitely don't try not to be a parent. That's the parent's child. Uh, I mean, naturally, if they're not there. You know, I just look as as a support, as a big brother, maybe. But you don't um, intentionally do. I don't it. If intentionally they, if they do feel it. that they, way. That's on yeah, them. But yeah, it's not. because I mean, that's not my goal. You know, right. naturally, as as brothers and sisters in Christ, we just support each other and lift each other up. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. Check it out. Uh, if you if you follow my my tweets and my Facebook, we always post what's gonna be happening on the show, or we try to anyway. Mm -hmm. But we have a new video that just came out. This video is by New Hope. It's his very first music video. It's featuring Jay Valence from New Vision New on the Vision. hook. Uh, New Hope was part of Rap Fest this year. Great young brother in the Lord from out in Jersey. If you want to book him, just go on Facebook and check out his 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 page. I forgot what it is, but I think all the information is on my Facebook as well. Uh, the video is called You're Beautiful. World premiere. Nobody's seen it yet. This is the first time. Uh... Shout out to New Hope for providing the video. Check it out here, Rapfest Radio, RapfestRadio.com. We're going to come back and find out more about Eli and Unique. Yeah. After all the things you've done in my life, I can't help but be amazed by what I see. You're beautiful. You're crying my life like sunshine. Yes, you're beautiful. In every kind of way, and everything you say, you are beautiful. You brighten my life like sunshine. Yes, you're beautiful. In every kind of way, and everything you say, yeah. You are. Look, you're too much.
much <laughs> I wanna tell you and show you so much But this song ain't long enough I still remember the day That I made the best choice of my life Accepting you as my savior, my Christ Dad, I'm impressed Your mercy with me shows the world Why you the best, nothing less I love the way you touch me The way you hold me And tell me how much you love me It's obvious I'm in love Addicted to you You're my only drug So sincere, so pure like a dove Desperate to get to that place, see your face Spend my whole day with worship and praise Oh, what a life I call it paradise Dressing all in white, looking fresh, sharp as a knife Nothing better than that I'm satisfied with you Cause your love, I would never lack You're beautiful You brighten my life like sunshine Yes, you are Yes, you're beautiful In every kind of way And everything you say you are Beautiful You're gorgeous Brain my life like sunshine. <laughs> yes, you're beautiful in every kind of way. Listen, I feel your presence in my life like a heartbeat inside. Beating quickly, immensely. It feels good to know that you're there. And obviously, you care and dare to love us and accept us as we are. And you don't even think slow. You think it's fast as a NASCAR. Fast car, you know how I feel about you, my life. That's why you see the door is open. Lord, enter in my life and do as you please. I hand you the keys, believing in you that you could do something special. Lord, I want to be a vessel of spiritual use So I can let the whole world know that it's all about you Cause we can leave you, forsake you, abandon you Lord, you gon' still be God no matter what we do Lord, you still God, so I'm alive by I, by my Father, yeah You're beautiful, you're my life like sunshine Yes, you're beautiful In every kind of way In every kind of way In everything you say you are Yes, that was Your Beautiful by New Hope featuring Jay. Hold on, let me take a sip of my water here. Mm. You know who you are. People, you want water? Get your mugs. Raise your mugs to the camera. Oh, man, wait, that was good. Hold on, hold on. Mm. Rapfestradio.com. Go to Z go, exactly. go buy, buy it. We'll keep doing buy this until it. we sell at least 100 mugs on the buy website. It. So click on the link and buy one. Uh, yeah, that was New Hope featuring Jay Valance, exclusive video. Uh, hit them up. Go to facebook.com slash something new hope. I'm not even sure what it is, but go to my page or send us a comment. We'll send it to him. I'm sure he's probably in the chat room right now. If you want to jump in there and let him know what you think about the video, that'd be dope. Or you could text us or email us. Actually, text us to 805 Rapfest. That's 805 727 3378. Let us know what you thought about that video and we'll forward the comments to them. Uh, some events coming up before we continue with the interview. Sunday, Sunday. the 18th. Sunday, September 18th, we will have a Back to Church Sunday. I don't know what to call it. It's like a... Well, it's like this. It's National Back to Church. If you haven't been in a while, right? You're not sure. Just go. 
Or like PJ said, just go already. Yeah, just go already. Just, no excuses. He said sometimes to move Just make forward, sure you, you dress. Gotta... You dress. You have clothes on. That's it. That's it. So but uh, National Back to Back to Church Sunday to is on. I was gonna say school <laughs> is on the 18th. So you definitely want to come out. Sanctuary Fellowship, 1469 St. Peter's Avenue. Uh, if you haven't been to church in a while, this is a good time. Don't wait till Christmas. You can do it this Sunday. Uh, and when you get there, you'll hear us announcing this next event that we're gonna talk about: the Bread Factory, September 23rd. That's Friday, September 23rd, we have sick. a sick and exciting bread factory featuring uh, DJ Radical from Urban Revolution yep. from New Birth Church. Yep. He's going to be holding it down for us. And then we have um, Jason. Jason is going to be in New York. This is his first time in New York. So definitely his first time I, in the Boogie I, Down Bronx. Really? First, first time. Spoke to him and I asked him before I said it. That's crazy. That's why he's never been to New York before. So he's going to be here hanging out with us. At the at the bread factory, so you definitely want to come out and check him out. Much shout out to the Melissa Fote Agency yes. and what Jay? Oh yeah, that's oh. some young guy. He's hosting. Oh. Hosted by my son Justin. He's gonna be hosting. He's over the back there. Jay like, don't Boca forget me. Don't forget me. Uh, but also, this is sick. Is gonna be in the building. If y'all came to Rap Fest, you remember sick. The one of the guys, Luis Miguel, he, very unique, he's, right? yeah, very unique. Very unique. He spoke on a Friday <laughs> night before Rap Fest, and and him and Face ministered at Saturday, the Saturday of Rap Fest 2011. Incredible ministry. So you definitely want to come out. It's a free event. Doors open at seven o'clock. Bring your friends, the same people you invite for sat, for Sunday. Bring them out on Friday, or invite more. It's free. It's a concert. It's just a hangout time. So you're gonna love it. We are back for the interview, and we got questions here. Uh, as a follower of Christ. Tell us about your relationship with Christ. That's two persons now. Um, okay, that's very broad. So um, I'll just say that, I mean, I grew up in the church pretty much. I was born and raised in the church, um, Pentecostal, and basically have just learned a lot about um, how to stay grounded and how to keep my foundation where it's at um and what i mean by that is uh had a lot of different dealt with dealt with temptations dealt with everything that you can think of as far as um being trying to stay a christian young man and and try to stay out of trouble try to stay out of of, of drama try to just stay dedicated to ministry uh, staying involved in the church. Um, so basically, um, my relationship with Christ has been unique at that because I was always, I always stood out. I always tried to, to be different. I didn't. I, I, I had a, the invites to parties when I was younger, and I just didn't want to go because I knew it was wrong. And you know, my parents, you know, expressed that that it was not something I should be doing. Right. That the environment I should be around. Um, I mean, as I got into teenagers and high school, there were certain times I would go to certain events, uh, certain parties, certain house parties or whatever, and be around certain things, but kind of just end up being a fly on the wall. And I always felt uncomfortable. Right. And I and I think over the years I've realized that that uncomfortable feeling was like the Holy Spirit tugging to be like you're not you don't belong there or you shouldn't necessarily be there or sometimes if I did go I would probably go with some intentions but get convicted and just you know hold back on certain things um so I could definitely say that in my relationship with the Lord um the Holy Spirit has been present and dealt with me in those ways and just learning how to 
stay grounded. Um, right. To now where, you know, I just, like my routine is in the morning, when I'm going to work, I try to listen to some slow music. Not necessarily worship, but just slow Christian music. And it keeps me kind of ready for the day, just kind of focused on what I have to do. Um, I try to, you know, make sure I read the Bible regularly. Right. Um, lately, what I've been doing for mm-hmm. my sake, for myself is, I kind of just pick a book of the Bible and try to read through it, um, whether I try to read the whole thing or some passages, just to, you know, fill myself up with, with the Word at some point right. and, and try to get closer to God in that way. So, I mean, those are some things. That's awesome. You know, you, you mentioned uh, that you like to pick a book of the Bible and read through it. And I know one of the verses you mentioned was uh, Corinthians. Which yeah, one was 1 it? Corinthians, Corinthians 12. 12, 12. Pastor George is starting a series on Sunday, yeah. First and Second Corinthians, and we're going and straight through. So he's probably going to bring that verse a whole new, a whole new definition yeah, to that verse yeah, for you. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. If you're looking for a church to visit, you're more than welcome to visit us. Fourteen sixty nine St. Peter's Avenue. That's uh, the Sanctuary TSF. Fellowship. It's a uh, TS. There's no no signs for <laughs> I'm it. I'm not no. trying to put no signs. <laughs> up, do the wrong thing. <laughs> but uh, come out, yeah, Pastor George is starting a new series on Sunday, so you definitely want to check that out. Another question from the chat room. Chat room was crazy today. That's good. What's the biggest mistake or lesson you've learned since starting your ministry? The biggest mistake or lesson. The wow. Okay. Um, The lesson. I don't. I mean, I haven't been approached to any point to know that I've made a mistake. Right. Um, But. Like, I know with the website, I'll say with that, it wasn't a mistake. The, the website wasn't a mistake. I know that as you encouraged me to do it, I just didn't I didn't admit that I wasn't ready for it. And right. we, we realized it over time, you know. Um, it just didn't become something I but could. But that, was more, I, that, that was, was more of a push in the water. Yeah, and no, and that was good. I think it's a lesson for me, though, in, in, in kind of knowing what, I, what I'm doing, you know, making sure that I know what's going on um, and, and what I really want to do. And so, um, I think the lesson for me is just kind of um, figuring out uh, the direction that God wants to put this in. And to do that, I, I'm just basically trying to de- build my relationship with God. Right. And so, so that I don't make mistakes. So that whatever I do is not coming from me. So that's how I'm learning in this journey, I guess, and my lessons. So let let's 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 try to sum this up for everybody that that's watching and listening now. Uh, and if you missed any of this, you could go get the podcast at holyculture.net. We have a podcast exclusively there. It's available on iTunes, uh, so you could always check that out. And naturally, if you like the t-shirt, gratefulapparel.com. Man, shout out to them. Yeah. Um, well, you got two. I don't get any of those. Yet. I gotta get one. Nah, so good. Um, unique. If I'm a pastor or a youth leader, I attend some church, I'm watching this interview, and oh, it sounds like you have something to offer. I call you up or I email you saying, the youth in my church want to do an event sometime next year. Can you help? If you say yes, what do you offer them? So, I guess I can give an example of what I'm doing now. Yeah, that, that's, because, that's, I guess that's, uh, a good, that's a good way. So, for example, Urban Revolution is a ministry 
in the Bronx. Um, that Shout out to Pastor Jose Cruz. Yeah, New Birth, New York. Uh, past uh, Omar Lilly. They're meeting today. Uh, they're actually meeting today and just didn't work out. We they're supposed, supposed to be I'm listening. I'm supposed to be there. They're, they're supposed actually to be listening, listening now. So if you guys are listening, there's a shout out. God bless <laughs> you guys. Uh, Pastor Jose, uh, Gio, uh, Pastor G, uh, who else? DJ Radical. Anyway, anyways, so um, Urban Revolution is a ministry that I found out about through what's called the Rev Lounge. And they were doing um, what would be like a, a night lounge setting at different churches, different places for young adults. And um, the goal from what I interpreted as for myself at that time was basically uh, kind of a little getaway on a, on a weekend where young people would usually maybe go out to a lounge, regular lounge after church or to a club or whatever, but give them the alternative. And give them a chance to fellowship with other believers or non-Christians and have some um, acts, whether it's you know music, uh, spoken word, video, whatever. And I saw how things were going and I saw any challenges that I felt were challenges. And I was bold enough to express certain things to Pastor Jose and, and see that there were certain things that I felt like, you know, I asked, I, I asked questions. I'm not trying to say I went and say, oh, you're doing this wrong, but... I just, I went and I approached certain things and asked how they did things to get to understand what was going on. And when I saw, when I did that, they expressed a need. And the need was, you know, we really could use help because maybe we're not, we don't have enough people in this area. Or we had people and we need more people. Or, you know, we don't know what we're doing in this area. And some of those things happened to be some strengths that I had. And so, in answering the question i would come in and kind of see where there is a lack of and see how i can or bring others to fill in to make the event effective enough so my goal is not to come in and say well it's going to be done my way my goal is to say well what do you have already what kind of people do you have going on with this event how do we make this work how do you not just necessarily bring somebody from the outside. It's not like the goal is not just to bring me out, but rather to work with the consulting aspect, like you said, like kind of understanding what's already going on right. and how can we use what we already have and make it work. Does that make That makes a lot of sense. Like, now, would you see Unique being valuable to both startup ministries and ministries that have been established for years as well? I can say that it's... Evident even in just my relationship with certain people that it will be for both. It will be for all. Um, in just some relationship I have with um, certain ministers, being able to connect them to different outreaches that they would love to be a part of, to share their their testimonies, to share their, their work, to share their heart, and, and actually connecting them to an event that was looking for someone like that. So that's kind of been something that I've seen work. And then as far as for startups, helping to what I would say would be the, asking the questions, the right. consultant aspect, asking the questions like, what do you know that you can do? What, right. How can we already make what we have work and how do we improve it? Yeah, I mean, and, and that's where our heart should be too. Uh, I find myself doing that a lot with ministries when they call us up for whatever. They, sometimes they call us up thinking they're just getting a referral for a sound system or an artist or where do you rent your table, who made the banner, stuff like that. And these are resources that we should make readily avail available to other people so they yeah. too can have. You know, but now this is like official official stuff here. Like, you know, um, 
and I'm sure Eli's connections are broad. It's yeah, not, that's he's mean, not pushing a unique brand. To, it's not like he's yeah. selling unique sneakers and unique t-shirts and no, nothing no. like that. So, I mean, Somebody commented on the t-shirt already. They want the t-shirt. Yeah, this is a unique shirt. It's Very mine. unique. And there's only one. It probably will get auctioned off if, <laughs> if you want to do that. I mean, hey, why not? But uh, I got this at Creation Fest, which I went to, you know, fellowship with Grateful Apparel, uh, with Ray. Um, was able to go out there, and uh, there was an artist out there, and he was painting all different types of stuff. I showed him the picture that I originally did with with the city in the background. That was good stuff. And then he just, you know, remade it. But um, I mean, there's see, there's ministries like that with Grateful Apparel, and then but there's also other ministries like Don't Feed the Animals. A young gentleman, Michael Hammond Jr. from Salem Temple, who has has a starting up a company, and you know he has his concept behind don't feeding, not feeding into the animal instinct inside us, and actually. You know, loving on people. Um, then you have uh, when it comes to quad, like production of events, Triple J Audio, ES Audio, uh, knowing the the dynamics of both uh, companies and and what they can uh, uh, provide. Um, then from ministries to knowing people like Jesse Thompson, Melissa Foe, um, Jar Rock and Productions, Right Side Up Entertainment. Just having a developing a relationship with those individuals. So that, you know, I mean, those are types of individuals that we'll, you'll probably see in different places where I'm connected with because I'm always working around just getting to fellowship. But no, not taking any favorites on anybody. That's so you're, not, you're not exclusive I'm to not, any yeah, artist it's not or like any unique, venue. I mean, at this point, Unique is not any type of label or any type of thing where we're only pushing one agenda for one artist. Um, the way it would, I would see it at this point, it would be, you know, the loudest one in the room would obviously be put out there to a certain extent. But even if I found out there was someone that's not getting information out there and is trying to get their message across, I'd be supporting even those people. Right. Amen. So it's not just about the one that's going to get me in the biggest stadium to just say, just to put my name there to say I helped them. But even the person that maybe is just doing a local event and just trying to, you know, make something impacting to the people that they're trying to reach out to. Right. So basically, if you're out there and you're watching this, you have an event coming up, you're not sure if Unique fits, you know what? Call them anyway. Uh, email first. Yeah, it, well, email. That's get what a, I mean. I was thinking, I can get a... Get a, a, get a number. Get uh, a, get I am Unique. That's seven numbers. You can probably do that. You should do it. Be Somebody's probably doing it right now. They're going to sell it no, to you. No, don't... Oh, <laughs> don't do yeah, it. but uh, hit them up, man. Maybe you're coming... It could be a youth rally. It could be anything you have going on. You know, for the for the young people, the young adults, whatever it is, uh, maybe Unique can assist you in some way. Here's another question, and we'll probably end with this question. What's the biggest challenge facing leaders today? Wow. That's, that's a big question. Who asked that question? That's a big question. What's the biggest challenge facing leaders today? That's, that's exactly what Just it said. Just like that said. Biggest challenge facing leaders today. Questions Our, like ourselves. that? Ourselves. Wow. Ourselves, maybe. Explain that. Our ego. Something that I've been saying, our ego kind of gets in the way. Um, I was having a conversation with um, Jay Skywalker. We were just kind of talking about this, you know. Um, he's making plans for some things with their ministries and just kind of just, just having a conversation about what their what their goal is for spreading that message. And, and, you know, we were just talking about how sometimes we get caught up in the hype where we want to plan a, a tour or we want to plan a... A, a, a big release event and, and we want to get the message out to everybody because we want everybody to come but is the goal that we get everybody to show up so that we can feel good 
or is it that we're giving them a message to people that we don't know? Because if you're inviting everybody you know and already knows your message, you're not really doing much. Right, you're just selling CDs. Just like, you're like, you know, if they're, if they're sweating, you're just, you know, wiping them off or whatever. If they need a little water, you're giving them a little bit. But to talking about people that you're trying to get, like, that are thirsty, you know what I'm saying, and actually bring them out and, and give them something that is going to be worth giving to them. Right. So it's not about us. I think that's the biggest thing. One of the books that I read that really helped me a lot was It's Not About Me by Max Lucado. And um, that was a book that kind of really made me look at it. And I was like, wow, like, we really got to get out of our own way. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. Because when you hear the word leader, you feel that you have that responsibility. So now, oh, I'm a leader now. Like, great. People got to listen to me. People got to do what I say. But the best leader would probably be the one that, as I said, to be a leader, you also have to serve. Right. So to be... And to follow the best example would be to follow Jesus. And right. so, as Christians, get out of your own way, pretty much. Just yeah. get out of the way. Yeah, no, I mean, and that, that says a lot, man. <clears throat> there, there are a lot of people out there that do events just, just to say they did an event. You know, just to say, oh, yeah, we had 17 million people show up. Or we couldn't fit the people. And but how many people got saved or how many people bought anything or how many people... And even that, you know? even that is bad because <clears throat> I've been to events that I've stayed from beginning to end and seen the response to the altar calls. You know, people, the, the altar call itself pretty vague. Like, if you need God to work something in your life right now, raise your hand. I'm raising my hand all the time. I always need God to do something in my life. And they... Convert those numbers into salvation, which is bad. Because I've been to events <laughs> where you see like forty-five the same persons four, every event. You counted that person, but but event. you know, like forty-five people yeah. raising their hands to a certain call. You can't say that that was yeah, salvation. Then the next day on Twitter or Facebook, they're blasting. Yo, eighty people got saved. It's like really, where was I? I missed that. Follow up is important. Though. Yeah, follow up is big. Follow up is huge. Uh, much shout out to Sarah over at Sanctuary Fellowship because that's what that falls on her lap. And this Sunday she's gonna be mad busy. <laughs> this Sunday is going to be super busy. But um, Unique is a ministry still under construction, under development, however active. Yeah. If, if you know, he's been helping Rap Fest already for many years and now taking a, a bigger step into doing, you know, working with other ministries, uh, working with the Urban Revolution. Sanctuary The Sanctuary Fellowship as well. Any events that are coming up there, Eli's going to be involved uh, one way or another, whether he likes it or not, actually, at that Pretty point. Much. Um, but there's 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 many things. If you have a, a ministry, a, a service, uh, something that you do that you think can help unique, and maybe it is unique and you want to present it as an option to, you know, a resource that could probably tie into something I, Eli's yeah, doing. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely tell you right now. I mean, and I've said this before. I'll say it on here since I know it's going to be seen again. I mean, there's a lot of things that I would like to see people step out and do and kind of reach out to me like spoken word artists uh rap ministries singers dancers you know um writers um you know people who are just creative in in media creative in in acting just i would love to just know how many people are out there and are wanting to do something uh effective and, and to to bring glory to god in the end that's the because that's the goal of this but i would love to see that as a response, not necessarily to be a part only to be with me and then, oh, you're exclusively with me, no. But it would be great to see those connections made, definitely. Right. No, and that's important because as you meet new people and you can introduce other ministries to them, it helps the, the yeah. ministry and it helps the new people, definitely. you know, so that that's big.
I hope we explained what unique is. I hope you you feel confident. I feel, you, I feel yeah. Anything definitely. you had written that you didn't look at <laughs> that you want to yeah. mention? No. I think I think that's you know, I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, ultimately, you know, right now the goal is our target is I mean, we're still with Facebook and Twitter just using that as a tool to you know, lighten up someone's day as they're reading it and they're following either way. Um, and, and I mean, to work with these events like Rap Fest and Urban Revolution, uh, working with TSF, Sanctuary Fellowship. Well, you don't get to hook you into Hip Hop uh, Fest, too, because. Oh, yeah. Hip Hop uh, Fest, Pablo. Pastor Pablo. Pastor Pablo, definitely. Um, and um, we'll definitely be even putting up, you know, type of working on conferences, just kind of helping people understand the gifts that they have inside them. So that's kind of where we would go. So somebody had asked, those somebody had asked before, I don't know if you answered it, but what's next? What next event are you working with or on? The next closest thing would be, uh, I think there's an event at, at Sanctuary that I'm going to be working on. Um, but definitely be working more closely with the Bread Factory events. I okay. uh, already spoke to Lou. He's kind of, you know, expressed the need and, and, and uh, you know, definitely looking to help out with that uh, aspect. Um but we're looking to do I'm looking to do a an event for unique as far as kind of another push out of the whole idea probably in the winter okay so be on the lookout for that don't forget facebook.com slash I am unique or I am unique at gmail.com or follow my Twitter Twitter B, B underscore, underscore unique 86 that's U-N-Y-C 86 that's the Twitter you can follow them there and it'll keep you up to date you get little devotionals and everything uh, again, if you have a resource, a ministry, or something you think could be a part of this campaign, movement, whatever we want to call it, hit them up. Definitely share it with them. And if you can't reach him, by all means, hit me up on Facebook. I'm all over the place. Twitter, just you know, hit us up. By the way, mad shout out to our followers on Facebook. I changed my Facebook page to a fan oh, yeah, page. That we got went, like I went four thousand something. Uh, we're on like five and change, I think, right now. I don't, I don't know who these people are. Most of them, I think, are Korea. I don't. I know. was just talking. Maybe we got spammed. I don't. Yeah, I don't know, but still, it's all good. That's good. Though. It's all good. We'll get the message out. That's all they're gonna find there anyway. Exactly. But um, keep following, keep liking, but more importantly, keep connected to Christ. Rap Fest Radio will be here next Monday. We will be interviewing Double Edge. D-E. Double Edge is going to be part of the Fuel Conference, which will be October 7th through the 9th. Fellowship. That's an event that Eli has helped our church coordinate to get 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 out there. there. Not Fuel, but the following week after Double Edge, we'll have Pastor Jacob here from the Fuel Conference. He's the main guy in charge there. So he's going to be here. We're going to be interviewing him, talking about Fuel Conference and see how we can get involved with his ministry and and help out. White Chocolate, they call him. White Chocolate. He's off the hook. He's off the hook. But uh, so next week, Double Edge will be here in the studio. The week after that, Pastor Jacob, how do you say his last name? Burguy. Burguy. He'll be in here live in the studio talking about the Fuel Conference, which is going to be coming up the following week. So you definitely want to tune in. We're going to end with a song, another song that you picked as well. I put pressure on Which him. I said, you pick songs that you want me to play on the show. My, my uh, story. My story. Oh, so the reason I chose this song, because I didn't write it. But um, oh, you did? It's, it just, <laughs> um, it, I related to it because um, the chorus goes, um, I ain't got no horror story. Um, how's it go? I ain't got no horror story. 
Well, he basically he's talking about I can't. I remember. thought you were gonna rap. I was almost gonna rap it, but I can't remember right now. But basically, he's just talking about how his he was growing up. He didn't have a horror story. He didn't have it all bad. He had it decent enough. He was, I think, he, you know, he had, it was part of the church. So right. similar to me, where you grow up in the church, but then you start and go dealing with your temptations, dealing with yourself, learning about you, and just kind of his story was basically coming from that. And actually, his album comes out tonight. Right tonight, midnight. Midnight. So the you definitely want to check that out. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth. Buy the truth. It's gonna be a, a good album. That's a lot of a lot of good music out there. I encourage you to go to holyculture.net, visit their download store. They have a whole new face for the download download store. Holy Culture downloads uh, a lot of good music there, and I would say mention us for a discount. But I don't I don't even know if we have that right now. Maybe maybe in December for Christmas we'll have it up there. But either way, go to holyculture.net, download everything they have. There's a lot of new free mixtapes as well, music videos and all that stuff you can check out. Don't forget, visit gratefulapparel.com. Pick up. They got the new snapback hats are in. I got to get Sick. one. Uh, they got the new snapback hats. And the, it fits again. my big dome, too. So if it fits you, it fits me. I'm good. That's it. We're good. Uh, <laughs> we're good. They have the, the wristbands, the belts, the backpacks. I think they're working on the sneakers. Uh, oh, that was, yeah, that he mentioned something, he mentioned something that they're working on some sneakers as well. They definitely want to hit up Grateful Apparel uh, and buy two of everything. Any size doesn't matter. Just buy two of everything. That's all. Basically. Uh, don't forget, Sunday the 18th, National Back to Church Sunday. Visit us at Sanctuary Fellowship, 11 a.m. That's 1469 St. Peter's Avenue. You want to make sure you get there early, get a nice seat. Don't worry, we'll have enough seats for all of you. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Next week. Double Edge, Double Edge will be in the building. September the 23rd. Red Factory, Red September Factory. 23rd. With This is Sick, DJ Radical. Jay and Son. first time in New York, Jay Sun. It will be in the house. Yeah. Uh, much shout out to everybody out there that's tuning in and supporting Rap Fest Radio and Rap Fest Ministry. Rap Fest 2011 was off the hook. If you have pictures, send them to us at rapfestinc.gmail.com. Yeah. We love to check them out. Peace. This is my story by... The truth, the truth here on Rap Fest Radio, rapfestradio.com. Unique. Don't forget Facebook.com slash I am unique. Peace. Rap Fest Radio, rapfestradio.com. You will learn us because we are out of control. See you guys next week. Holy, I thought that I was less blessed than my homies Just confessing only the big sins I thought that was a badge of honor I thought I had to have a story that was packed with drama But I ain't never been shot, no big crimes Never smoked weed, never drank, I never did time I grew up with both parents, both cheering me on Teaching me basic things like no swearing It's so apparent I came up in the church Socially, that's where I gained my worth Learned to pray and to serve myself for God Displaying this worth by living without blame on the earth just the average kid the average You know the kid. type that liked to play in the dirt Came home with dirt stains on my shirt Reciting the same old verse At the table, no pains, no hurts And I knew that I was called before the day of my birth And it's like that I ain't got no horror story God kept me in my youth I give him all the glory Yo, my story wouldn't flow But now I know The blood of the lamb is saved my soul That's my testimony I ain't 
got no horror story God kept me in my youth, I give him all the glory But my story wasn't dope, but now I know The blood of the lamb has saved my soul That's my testimony I ain't no gangster, I ain't tough cause I rap Never been cuffed and stuffed in the back of a paddy wagon I ain't never cussing my raps, I started gospel Most ain't accustomed to that, let me get back When I was young I used to think I was corny Cause I ain't grow up in the projects drinking a 40 And I ain't never had no thug dude sneaking upon me And everybody had the name brand sneakers before me And it made me really mad But as a buck my mom and pops taught me never to chase silly fads They told me focus and bought me notebooks I really had Bringing parents they introduced me to Billy Graham See I ain't got no horror story God kept me as a buck I give him all the glory In high school pretty girls in the hall ignored me Caught me church boy but I wasn't bothered normally Though sometimes I would hate living the life of a saint They saw the Christian bull coming in like right from the gate Thought I would preach so they tried to escape But I guess that's just the price of pronouncing your faith And it's like that I ain't got no horror story God kept me in my youth I give him all the glory Thought my story wouldn't flow But now I know The blood of the lamb has saved my soul That's my testimony I ain't got no horror story God kept me in my youth I give him all the glory Thought my story wasn't dope But now I know The blood of the lamb has saved my soul That's my testimony Don't get me wrong I ain't saying I'm perfect Matter of fact I took thoughts and conveyed them by cursing I was saved but my behavior was worse than It should have been man I was ashamed just to say I'm a virgin Plus too afraid to admit I was a Christian I spent most of those days Trying to prove I was hip Plus trying to prove I was cool Tried to move like a pimp My testimony he wasn't cool enough yet So I, then I came to my senses I put my brain to the scriptures Thought of how Christ was blameless to sinners He ain't grow up on the corner Fornicating with sisters A good Jew grew in favor and wisdom That gave me relief Rearranged my belief No longer thinking what I'm saying is weak When I say I ain't never been sprayed in the street But I've been saved by his grace Plus raised on my feet And it's like that I ain't got no horror story God kept me in my youth I give him all the glory Thought my story wouldn't flow but now I know the blood of the lamb is saved my soul. That's my testimony. I ain't got no horror story. God kept me in my youth. I give him all the glory. Thought my story wasn't dope. But now I know the blood of the lamb is saved my soul. That's my testimony. I ain't got no horror story. God kept me in my youth. I give him all the glory. Thought my story wouldn't flow. But now I know the blood of the lamb is saved my soul. That's my testimony. I ain't got no horror story God kept me in my youth I give him all the glory Thought my story wasn't dope But now I know The blood of the lamb has saved my soul That's my testimony